forced him right to the brink, uh, Marv. They had him getting very passive on offense. They turned the basketball. Look at Iverson and Kobe talking to each other right now. A lot of talking going on there right now. I think you're going to see the referee step in and separate the two players. And an 81-point game. 55 in the second half. Ladies and gentlemen, you have witnessed the second greatest scoring performance in NBA history. With over 28 points a game average, eight rebounds and four assists, the 2010 Finals MVP and the winner of the Bill Russell NBA Finals MVP is none other than Kobe Bryant. Bryant, 4-3. Oh, oh, oh! Bottom of my heart, I, God, I love you guys. And uh, I love you guys. And uh, Mamba out. What's happening, everybody? This is the Philly Experience Podcast alongside Chris Sacker, Tanner Martin, and Tyre Hood. I'm your host, Max James. It's great to be with everybody today on Monday, January 27th, following one of the most tragic days in sports memory. Kobe Bryant passes away at the age of 41 in a helicopter crash. And T, I got to say, that intro there really hit home, especially listening to David Stern, who we recently lost as well. Mm-hmm. You know, those two were iconic around the NBA landscape. Easily. And, you know, I got to I gotta mention this. When I first heard the news, you know, TMZ reported it and uh, everything they say, you got to pause, yeah. you know, fact check everything. And when, when you know, you've, everybody found out, you know, CNN, um, ESPN, all the big time networks start reporting the news, it, it really like stops you, you know, you go numb. And it's just uh, a really, really unfortunate situation. I thought, you know, we didn't have all the facts at first, and then we mm-hmm. find out his daughter was with him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it it's one of those things where I, I try to think about, in the past, other sport athletes. The first person that comes to mind is Roy Halladay for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, you know, he was piloting his own plane at the time. You know, Kobe wasn't even the pilot. There was two of them in there. And um, from the from the facts that I've heard were that it was obviously very foggy and they were, didn't get high enough up into the the air, and uh, you know, crashing into that mountain and or the hills, I should say, is ah oh, man, really, really tough day today. It it it, it was um, the way I found out. Actually, Tanner had hit up the group text, and I thought he was joking. Like I, I literally Nothing thought. I, I literally thought that Tanner was joking, Look. and I'm like, Tanner, that's not something you play around with. Like, don't don't play around with me like that. I'm like Tanner, you gotta be, you gotta be kidding me. I was like, there, there's no way, no way. And then Chris was like, T, it's all over the news, and yeah. I hit Twitter, and man, I was, my heart sunk, man. I, I was devastated because here it is, for me personally, growing up, Michael Jordan, in my opinion, is the greatest of all time, and in my opinion, nobody has come close to Jordan in this modern era. But Kobe Bryant. I mean, and you know what? And it's so funny because watching those two growing up, that's where my me looking at film, that's where it all started from. Because I would watch Jordan for hours and then I would look at Kobe for hours. 
And if you really look back and look at the way those two played, Kobe Bryant took so much from Jordan. The fadeaway, the jump shot, the mentality. He modeled his game almost identical to Jordan. And it was, um, I'm, I'm still in shock. I'm still devastated. And my prayers are with the families, all families involved. And I know for me, this, this yeah, it, this has definitely been a hard one to swallow. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel real. And Max, when you said it in the intro, I, it's it still did not feel real. I had um, I had to go and think about it. It's just I have no words for it. It just feels unreal. Yeah. Um, when I heard the news, I was at the KOP <coughs> mall, and actually before I heard the news, I saw Tobias Harris, but he didn't look like he was interested in anyone he was just wanted to get out of there and he didn't look too happy either mm-hmm. but then right after i saw tobias harris i look at my phone and i see this terrible news i was this this can't be real this has got to be something messed up with the media or something and then just just like uh everyone fact check and then find out how this terrible news is true yeah if i could if i could go back um on a personal note um i lost my aunt who really Two weeks ago, I lost my aunt who who really, you know, drove home education to me. And if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be on this path now. I wouldn't be in this booth talking to you guys. And there probably wouldn't be no Philly experience. And, you know, having to bury her and then this happening, man, when I say I got my mentality from Kobe, you guys asked me, you know, how, you know, T, how do you, how do you go hard in everything that you do? Man, it was from Kobe. It was from Kobe. Um, my aunt really drove home education, but it was it's Kobe's mentality that pushes me and drives me every day. Listen, every day I get up at 4, 4.30 in the morning. <clears throat> I say my prayers, and I immediately start going to work. Depending on the time of the year, I'm either breaking down film or I'm writing down notes for the show, and then I'm I'm out the door for classes. Then I'm off to work. Depending on the day, I'm here in the studio, or I'm someplace else catching up on homework or doing homework, and I don't get home till 9, 10 o'clock, and then the day repeats itself again. The reason why I go so hard, I adopted Kobe Bryant's mentality to my everyday life. That's how I live. Whatever I do, I put 110% into everything that I do. I put my heart, my soul, my blood, my sweat, my tears, the same thing he would do every night on the court. The one thing about me is if something fails, at least I can go back and say, hey, you know what? I put my all into it, and that's the best I, that's the best I could do. And I can go to sleep with peace. And that's what Kobe did. Night in and night out. He would not leave that court unless he put his all into it. And his his work mentality was something to just admire. It was un, 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 unimaginable how hard he worked. He refused to allow anybody to be better than him. And that's the mentality that I carry. That's the reason why I do this here with you guys. It's the reason, it's what drives me to get up every day. I refuse to allow anybody to be better than me. 
And I think as a society, man, this really, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Uh, this is tragic. And you know what, y'all? We need to start looking at every day as another opportunity to embrace each other and to, and to love on each other. I don't like, I know this is getting away from sports, but I don't like the direction that this country is going in. And I think we need to come together more as a whole. Like, I'm sick of us being divided. We need to start loving on each other more. Listen, you guys, um, we've talked about, you know, going to away games and going to some games here. Listen, y'all, seriously, because the next moment is never promised. The next day is not promised. Dude, we need to get on that. We need to spend some time together. Like, seriously. Yeah, it really puts it into perspective. It really do. Well said, T. Yeah, every whenever some tragic like this happens, it really for everybody and especially myself, it opens my eyes to what's really important. And yeah, because yeah, it's sad to you never know. And you know, those who are closest to you, you, you know, you want just try spend whatever moments you can. Mm-hmm. And because it's really easy to take things for granted. Right, you never know when the last moment yeah. you speak to someone is. Yeah, yeah, and. Kobe will forever be in the history books. He he stamped he, he stamped history. And when he went into the league, there was a whole generation that wanted to be like MJ. Yeah. And now there's a whole generation that wants to be like Kobe. Yeah. Like I, I was telling you guys before, like I kid you not, anybody younger than me, you know, you know, growing up, we're old enough that when we grew up, you know, we would ball up a paper ball and we would fade away and try to hit, you know, hit the shot and we would yell out, you know, Kobe. Listen, I, I kid you not. Anybody younger than me, if y'all don't make that and you scream out Kobe, I'm slapping you. Like, y'all laughing. I'm serious. I'm, I'm slapping you, all right? I'm slapping the meat right off your bones. Seriously. Because, I listen, now I take that so serious, man. Like, uh, yo, man, Kobe, Kobe had, was such an inspiration to me, man. He, he will be missed. And I am, man. Yeah, I'm messed up. Let's go. Let's go through uh, the life of Kobe Bryant for a second. Uh, he's a future Hall of Famer. He's one of the most decorated players in NBA history. Um, he played 20 seasons, and he was named All Star 18 times. Mm-hmm. Um, from he he went right into right into the NBA from high school. Lower Marion. Yeah, he's uh, he's local, so that's why. Even how tragic it is, it's even it hurts even more because it, it was like as if we had more of a chemistry with him because he's he's local, and it's, uh, he you know he proved his worth. He did by winning three consecutive championships from 2000 to 2002, um, even beating us in 2001. I remember that series. Uh, he, he told us he was going to cut the hearts out of uh, Philly fans. So man, and he sure did. Yes, he did. And then to prove how even more of a great player he is, he wins two more without Shaq, 2009 and 2010. And mm-hmm. he had that 81-point game in 2006 against yep. the Raptors. I remember that one. Yeah, he, you know, like I said earlier, he's just stamped his way in the history books. He did. No I feel like after his career, it was just that's one of the things that I've always fo- focused on when you when you think back of his career and his life. Um, it's great to to know that he ins- he's obviously and will continue to inspire the younger generation. But you know he was doing other things too. He's writing kids books. Mm-hmm. He's an Oscar winner. Yes, I mean it's just it's crazy how 
you know, like LeBron two nights ago, he breaks. I mean, he's in the Kobe's in the news, right? That's LeBron crazy. passes him on the scoring list in Philly too. Yeah, it, he was not only a great athlete, but he was also a great role model. He was. Oh man, yes, yeah. I don't, I don't care. You know, the scandals about you know stuff. That's not what we're talking about, man. The fact that once again, the mentality that he had, you know, the focus that he had, he was. He was what all athletes dream to be. No matter what sport you played, no matter what sport you entered, that's the work ethic that you wanted to model yourself after. Period. Yeah, it's like it's like in these times you you want to ask yourself why you know, like why now, why Kobe? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's almost like Kobe Bryant. Like it's Kobe. Like yeah, Kobe man. cannot be dead. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. um, and it's just I, I I just want like his final tweet. To LeBron congratulating him, and and obviously all, all the networks are showing memories, but to to be so, you know, he was global. He was a global guy. You know, he was. such a such a big public figure. And and another thing to mention was all the support that that was poured out, and everybody going to Staples Center last night, and you know, crowd in the arena. That's where the Grammys were held last mm-hmm. night. They gave him a tribute as well. But but look at the raw emotion that you know people have shown. Like people are in tears. Like I was in shock. I I almost man. I man. I came so close last night. I was like, dude, you got to be kidding me, man. Kobe, my idol, Kobe. Mm-hmm. I was like, man. I now I got to go out, man. I got to buy a jersey, and I'm not even gonna buy it to wear it. I'm gonna buy it and frame it. That's how much he meant to me. Just a few years after retiring, he did so much, and yes, it it seemed he was going to really change a lot of things, and he he was on his way to do that too. And it's a shame that it was, was cut short. He, he did a lot for schools and mm-hmm. communities. Yeah, I feel like he was just going to make even a bigger impact off the court easily. And, and like like I said, guys, man, look, next moment is not promised to us, so. Everybody under the sound of my voice, man. If y'all got a quarrel with somebody, man, it ain't even worth it, man. Patch it up. Patch it up. Love on each other. Listen, y'all from the bottom of my heart, I love every single last one of y'all up in this studio. Straight up. And listen, whatever trips we we got to go on, wherever we want to go, whatever sports events we, we got to go to, doggone it, we got to do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's get it done. I understand it's hard, you know, us having school schedules and work schedules, but look, yo man, I want to get it done. I want to start spending some more time with you guys. In all in all seriousness, definitely too, definitely. Yeah. This uh, it's like you, you you're trying to think of words and you're trying to go on with the show today. And it's, yeah, you know yeah. we're just sitting here and it's a lot. It's a lot. It'll to take in. a while to get over. Yeah, it's going to be a sure. minute. And our <laughs> prayers are definitely with not only Kobe's family but everyone who was on board. Yes. Yeah. I feel like he, it's one of the careers where you, you you don't try to take it for granted, but the fact that how he went out, you know, the sixty point game, mm-hmm. and then not that he he's had a quiet last few years, but you know he's it's been all positive with him, you know, whether he's tweeting out, whether you know working in the community, um, mm-hmm. inspiring and encouraging the younger kids. It's just you know I, I feel like while he was his career was going on, it, it, not that it was no overshadowed isn't the word, but. At the time, like LeBron was still kind of coming up, and you know, by the time it was right. like 2008, 2009, I mean, LeBron was kind of already that mega star, right? And that went hand in hand with Kobe, 
All right, Kobe was the NBA right. at that time. Right, and, and especially when Kobe came into the league. Yeah. It was, you know, he, he's the youngest ever to start an all-star game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, he had that whole stretch there when he was the guy. Yep, yep. And, like, <laughs> it's funny, you know, thinking back, you know, he was drafted 13th overall by, at oh. the time, the Charlotte Hornets. Mm-hmm. At 17. At 17, man. And you know what? Going back to it from a sports perspective, man, as a general manager, how do you look back and think to yourself, I just traded one of the greats away to the Los Angeles Lakers? Like, seriously. What they get in return? I actually um, have no clue. I heard a, I, some digs. I, I forget what the guy's last name is, but what? I'll look into it. I, I heard a story real quick um, today on, on the radio. Mm. Um, Back in back in the nineties, when when Kobe was a junior, uh, Jerry Stackhouse was like the the player during college, and he was he was in Philly for a workout, mm-hmm. and one of the coaches actually had Kobe come play Jerry Stackhouse one on one. Wow! And and Kobe like apparently beat him, you know, pretty easily. And Jerry Stackhouse, who who was like the presumed number one overall, yeah, pick, he was the man frustrated, the and and he's getting mm-hmm. beat by high school junior. And that, this guy mm, laid the fact. Yeah, I, I remember him now. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Max. No, I was just—I just feel like he was such a, a a big time. Not only as when his career started, right? I'm, I'm talking in high school. There's rare footage, but but he was he was such a big big kid at, as far as you know, well known throughout the area. Mm-hmm. And I definitely feel like for us, this hits home even more because yeah. he was a local, like you said earlier, Tanner. Yeah. It was cra- it was crazy because you know I don't in I remember in '98 '99. Um, being around, you know, the older, the older adults, my grandfather and them, and I would hear his name come up in conversations, like he was the next big thing. You know, I didn't, I don't remember too, too much, you know, seeing him early on, but I do remember the conversations people were having, and they were projecting him to be the next big thing. And, you know, everybody was proud of the fact that, you know, he was a local kid, you know, he was going straight to the draft. There was no debate about it. He had the talent, man, and... Like I said, this is this is going to be a hard pill to swallow. And I like the fact that, you know, throughout the NBA games yesterday, they had different ways to commemorate Kobe Bryant. Definitely, definitely. The shot clock and everything yeah. like that, the violations they took. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, man, that was deep. The Dallas Mavericks are retiring 24. Yep, yeah. they have, they've already announced they're, they're retiring 24. The I, whole league might retire. I ex- yeah, that's what they I might. expect. They probably should. I, I agree. The thing that's that's also crazy about this is he's done this, you know, like like we talked about earlier, Tanner, like throughout his career. You know, this is a trip he took from from L.A. Yeah. to to back home. You know, the helicopter. It's more comfortable for his body yeah, than the, sitting in a car. Yeah, mm-hmm. the traffic, too, to, avo- to uh, avoid all that time on the streets. Uh, he, he would just hop in the helicopter um, and take take the take the quicker route, obviously back back home. So to have this happen, you know, it wasn't like he was experimenting with something new and he just, you know, oh, let me just get on this quick helicopter instead of sitting in traffic. It's something he's done his whole career right. for years now. And I, you know, we have to obviously hear more about the results and stuff about the what actually caused this and it was it was it something with the helicopter itself. Was did, did they hit something? Like we don't have all the full results yet, right. and well, I, me personally, you know, I'm probably going to be try to be impatient about it because you know, you obviously it's Kobe. You want to hear how this whole went, whole thing went down, you know, and right. 
Um, I just think about like the last, the last like minute, you know, the last minute there to pure terror that it had to be in. Yeah. You know, just crashing like thousands of feet to the ground. It's just, it's scary. It will be loved. Kobe Bean Bryant. Like I said, that, and then I also heard it. Sadly, as we transition, try to make a little bit more light of this show. As you know, I also heard it watching that horrible excuse for a game called the Pro Bowl, which <laughs> insults my football intelligence to the nth degree. Was that last week or yesterday? Yes. Oh, I didn't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> What about uh, Fletcher Cox touchdown? Yeah, whip the stinking dupe. The lateral he took all the way to the house. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not like anyone was really trying to tackle anyone. Yeah, but. seriously, man. Like seriously. For the next what couple the days. F- is that? I hate the Pro Bowl. I hate. I hate everything about it. Uh-huh. I hate the game coming. I hate the little games coming up to it. I hate every part of the Pro Bowl. It used to mean something back then when players didn't get paid a lot and they were like, "Man, I need that bonus money." For when I start my summer job. Yeah. yeah I, I really like the idea of the worst two teams in the league playing for that first overall draft pick. That, that would be, be now interesting. That's, now, that would be entertaining. That'd be interesting. I'd, I'd entertain that. Because right now, the current crap that we're getting, I'm sorry. It, it's not working. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. You have defensive linemen running down the field of scoring touchdowns? Wow, I think I think what they're trying to do. Uh, I, in, in my opinion, all, all the All Star games are kind of a joke, except for baseball, because I just feel like they're actually playing a game. Know what the hell you he's know, doing? Like in, in basketball, they're just whoever the first one to 180 points wins. Um, with with hockey, I, think, I feel like no one even plays defense. No one checks. Chris, I mean, it's just like people only care about the skills competition, yeah. not the actual game. It's, it's defense being played, no dick. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but this, I feel like every year they try to come for the NFL. At least they try to come up with some new, you know, games, so to speak, for for the skills competitions. Yeah. And I feel like the players are are just you know not even into it. <laughs> like yeah, I'm watching it, it, it's the skills right. competition, and it's like, what are they even trying? Or and, and it's funny because you listen to the announcers and they're all into it. They're like, oh. You know, Deshaun's missing the target. You know, it's like, is, is he even trying I mean, to hit I the mean, target? that's their job. They, they, gotta, Dumbass. they gotta try to spice it up, make it a little interesting. Yeah. They gotta do something. We know it's hard. They gotta make some changes. I, I agree. Uh-huh. <laughs> they gotta make a whole lot of changes. I feel I feel as though people come out, NBA, for example, to see the superstar players all, all in one place at the same time. But for the NFL, it's, it's so physical of a sport that you almost can't. What? You can't. Uh, you can't. Uh, like for example, I'm going to talk about this play yesterday. Devontae Adams okay. catches a catches a touchdown pass. To you probably saw this right in the end zone, mm-hmm. and he's on like the two yard line, and he, so he could have easily been smashed right there. Right, and right, it out. right. But, <laughs> the yeah. football instinct in me, yeah. the defensive player in me, is like, all right, smack him, yeah. smack him, smack dog. Going through my head, Go on and it, y'all just the, the safety like just puts two hands, yeah. like it's two hand touch. It's not the game. The, the Pro Bowl is not even. It's not worth getting hurt for. No, exactly. Oh, you piece of Swiss cheese. It, it used to be after the Super Bowl. Yeah, it used to be. I, I go back to memories like Sean Taylor destroying the punter. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're watching yesterday, and it's like, wait, what is going on? Not Two-hand yet. touch. Oh, no, yeah. my goodness. It's hard. Now, let's talk about some games that actually really mean something. Let's get into these NF- these uh, championship games. I, man, man, I okay. What was which one was more interesting, the Kansas City Chiefs game? Okay, yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs game only because I thought the Titans was possibly nah, going to pull it off. Come on, me and Max told you guys, 49ers and Chiefs. Yeah, look, man, I wanted to believe in Derrick Henry, but 
Man, his back wasn't strong enough to carry that. <laughs> I give credit to the Chiefs' defense. Back. They they really uh, they really held Derrick Henry, you know, under control. And once once the Tennessee Titans had to throw the ball more than, you know, get get away from their run game a little bit, yeah. it was it was it was over. Yeah, it was, and that's the shameful part. Because like I said, man, Derrick Henry is a beast. But like you said, man, it, it, that's the he's that's their man. offense. He's only one like man. it's run with Derrick Henry. I mean, let's be honest here. Tannehill had some moments, but Tannehill's not exactly a franchise quarterback that you exactly trust throwing the football. So that's the one thing I think Tennessee needs to work now, on. Now, do they keep Ryan Tannehill as their starter? Yes. Or do they, okay, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. For now, but I, is on. I agree move. with you too. That was the key right there. What you just said for now. I think for now they keep him. I think they are really close to being being one of the contenders. You know, they got a great they run are. game. They got the solid offensive line. Oh. They got AJ Brown really broke out this year. Yes, and you know, I feel like their defense as a whole, you know, pretty solid. Their defense is solid. I'm jealous of their defense. Mike Vrabel has done an awesome job. Great with coach. That defense. Great coach. Oh, yeah. oh yes, he is. He's out there playing playing defense against you know mm-hmm. offensive linemen. I've seen those clips. He's yes. lucky out there. Like, he is crazy. He like, feels to put his helmet back on like he used to play. Oh, man, but I love coaches like that, man. But but in all seriousness, congratulations to the Chiefs. And I do have beef with Uh-oh. some of you um, Philadelphia fans that is not liking Andy Reid being in the Super Bowl. Oh, come, come on. on. Um, yeah, what's the matter with y'all? Seriously, what is the matter with you? I at least want to see Big Red win one. Maybe if we hadn't won the Super Bowl and he was in the Super Bowl right now, and I would be like, do I want Andy Reid to win before we win? But since we won, you know what, Andy Reid, go ahead and It doesn't change for me. I mean, this, this is probably the best matchup, I think, on paper. You know, you have the San Fran defense, Nick Bosa and those guys yep. going up against Patty Mahomes and the high-powered offense. Yes. It's going to be a great game. I don't know, T. I know you're a defensive mind, so you, I'm assuming you're you're probably leaning Niners here. You know what? I'm actually leaning Chiefs. Really? I'm leaning Chiefs because, once again— Patrick Mahomes has gone up against some of the best defenses. I mean, think about that. Think about it for a minute. Like, and Patrick Mahomes each time, time and time again, has been able to pull off what what I thought would be impossible. I'm be like, all right, he's he's going up against the Patriots. Don't go on it. Bill Belichick got him. Bill Belichick got something for him. Bill Belichick's sick and tired of seeing him. He's sick and tired of getting beat by this kid. I know Bill Belichick got something for him. Nobody to this day has solved how to beat Patrick Mahomes. Why? Because that offense is so dynamic. It's not just Patrick Mahomes. You still got the right receivers. You still got Travis Kelsey. Mm -hmm. You have an above-average offensive line. You still have an underrated running back in Damian Williams. And once again, Andy Reid is a very creative play caller. Like he puts guys on offense in those in those perfect positions to win those games, and you know what, man? Yeah, I'm leaning Chiefs as much as I. Y'all know I love defense, but man, I I don't think this 49ers defense is going to be able to stop Patrick Mahomes. I just don't. I don't see it happening. Well, here's the thing, T. And I'll this, go with you too. This, this is what I think, though. You know, Andy Reid, at least from my, you know basic football brain seems like he can cook up a good game plan you know he can cook up a great game plan but then once you get in game i feel like he can't make adjustments effective i agree i think i think chris is right on the the little things here the little san francisco 49ers just up and down uh people people up (laughs) (laughs) they messed me up there sorry i feel i feel like just this 49ers team just seems so intricate 
I feel like it's the best word for it. They, there's something about them that's just tricky. I don't think they're a team that you can beat that easily. Mm. Obviously, obviously, but this is definitely going to be a very interesting Super Bowl matchup because I, it's 50-50 for me. And I'm, I, I'm rooting for the Chiefs, but I just there's something about the 49ers. Like th- this is this is where for me the Chiefs are going to score points, and that's that's going to mean that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to throw the football more. And I, do I do I trust Garoppolo throwing the ball 20 well, plus let's, times? Well, I, let's let's be honest here. Do you really think the 49ers are going to throw the football? I mean, Raheem Mozart went for over uh, 200 yards. That's not going to happen every game. The, the Green Bay defensive yeah, line and and rushing attack or rushing defense was one of the worst. But the, the Chiefs the defense league. ain't that good either. They did stop Derrick Henry last week. I was on. I was they, on the same page as you. So, they even said they were going to do that, and then they backed it that up. That was Frank and did Clark. It. You know what? And I was calling Frank Clark all kinds of an idiot. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was. I was like, dude, you're you're an idiot. How about, how about the honey badger back there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, he said uh, he said Henry was hard to tackle. Well, uh, yeah. He took yeah. care of it. Sure. Yeah, but, <laughs> Henry yeah. is definitely hard to tackle. Uh, yeah, a 250 pound animal coming at you. I bet you he would be hard to tackle. Shoot. Come on, man. But the 49ers definitely have more weapons than the Titans, offensively, in my opinion. Hmm. IMO. But we know it's hard. Kittle and Kelsey going up against each other. I'll tell you what, that's going to be a fun matchup. Mm, that's going to be the nice. tight ends, from back a tight end what, perspective. Back to what Max was saying about uh, Jimmy G throwing that ball a lot. I noticed earlier in the season, it was, I believe, against the Seahawks, mm-hmm. uh, towards the late part of the game, Jimmy G was just struggling under pressure, and you could see how under pressure he was just throwing the ball on the ground, overthrowing it. He was uh, he was struggling, and I think we might see some more of that in the Super Bowl. I'm going to root for the Chiefs, but I, you know what, I wouldn't be mad whoever wins this game, honestly. I'm, yeah, listen. A young coach. Oh, compared to last year's Super Bowl, I just want some entertainment. Yeah. Last year was entertaining. Shut up, dude. Uh, <laughs> Last year was it doggone tainted, doggone it. We don't have to see Tom Brady yes. in the Super Bowl this yes. year. Get the f*** that, That's something I meant to say to you, T. You said Bill Belichick's name way too much like five minutes ago, and it, it just made me black out for a sec. Because that guy doesn't know yeah. what the hell he's doing. I'm going with the Chiefs. I feel like if I bet against Patrick Mahomes again, he's just going to burn me. Yeah. So, uh, you know. I'm tired I'm of getting burned. Like, <laughs> he, can get, he can be contained, and, and then he just slings it like 80 yards on a dime to Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill. I mean, the Madden yes. curse affect his play? Mm, good point. I didn't Very good point. Think of that. Well, I forgot about the Madden curse. that the Madden curse. curse is not real and that all those other players are just ruining their own career. Um, shout out Antonio Brown. <laughs> Dude, wow! I got burnt from that. Jeez. But in all seriousness, Antonio Brown needs some help. He needs some shit. Yeah, that was an interesting transition. Yeah, that was. That was horrible. Let me me tell you something. This Super Bowl is the first in a while that it doesn't have Tom Brady as quarterback or Peyton Manning, and I'm just very interested in this game, and I'm excited for something new. First time since 2020. Man, that's ludicrous. Saw a weird stat the other day. It's the first Super Bowl in like six years that it doesn't that doesn't feature yeah, LeGarrette, LeGarrette Blount or CJ Yeah, that's crazy. What the hell is going on? I don't know, Stephen. I don't know. Hey, times are changing. You know what? Here's another fun fact for you guys. Lay it is, down. Which will probably, you know, entertain you guys. <laughs> Apparently, um, Nick Foles is still the last quarterback to throw a touchdown in a Super Bowl game. To, to catch it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nick Foles. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Interesting enough. Both, both stats are true. Yes. 
Who, who do you guys give the coaching edge to in this upcoming Super Bowl matchup? Shanahan's been so good as the young coach, but Reed has the experience. Andy Reed. He learns from his mistakes. He, I mean, he has a, he had a lot of mistakes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time was, management. I, yeah, I was about to say, I won't say he learned from his mistakes because the time management thing still pops up every now and then. <laughs> yeah, that, that I won't say true. he learned from his mistakes. But you think on his calendar he just writes all these notes down and he studies about what not to do next game? Yeah, I wish. That's a big calendar. We'd yeah. have more Super Bowls. Uh, That's uh, People, you know, thinking there's thinking there's more quarters and overtime and the just a lot of mistakes that he makes. Uh, yeah, a lot of the same mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, too many mistakes. Too many of the same mistakes, which is the part that used to irritate me during his tenure here. The time management, the the post game, I got to do a better job. Like all that stuff just got under my skin after yep. a while. I'm just like, dude, if you're going to do better, then don't going to do it. Yeah. Stop just talking about it and actually stinking do it. Man's got to have a ham sandwich. Thinking about these other teams. <laughs> Roger, how Tanner, we got? Uh, uh, Let's go, go. Uh, have a ham sandwich. Thinking about these other teams, really, uh, at the end of the Eagles season, how it ended, you know, we all sat here and were like, you know, we didn't expect to be in the playoffs. And now that the Super Bowl is upcoming, it's like, man, I really wish we were here right now. So yeah. Yeah, thinking yeah. about the upcoming season and off or off season and then obviously the season. I just I hope we hit on these draft picks. Really, that's like my number one focus. Like, can you we please don't. get some draft picks that actually hit? I mean, free agency is one thing. I get it. Like, we can, we can go out and buy a couple corners, maybe or a receiver, but we need some draft pick help. I, I've been saying that, and I've been an advocate of that for years. If I were to build a team, I would want to build a team through the draft, not necessarily free agency. But at the same time, like you said, Max, you must. It is of the utmost importance. That the Philadelphia Eagles finally, finally have a half-decent draft. I am sick and tired of us drafting potential. If I hear one more time that a player has the potential, I kid you not, I'm going down to Novacare Complex and I'm slapping somebody. I kid you not. I'm going on slapping frenzy today. I really just wish that I know the football season, like the NFL season occurs as the college season's going on. So I'm I'm assuming that the coaches and GM are obviously watching a film from the NFL and they They have a team. But, I mean, you got to cram in a lot of film in a, in a short amount of time looking at these college kids. Man. And it's an outrage. For, for, for just being a casual fan, for me watching college football on Saturdays and then watching the – I mean, you just watch the games. You, you know who the, who the superstar players are in college. I mean, it's not that hard to figure out. Let me tell you something because actually one of the guys, um, one of my old guys, they contacted me. He wants to do a draft show. So I'm, I'm preparing for that now. Let mm-hmm. me tell you something. That's a lot of film it to is. watch. We, 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 see, we see when players get drafted. They show those short clips and, and mm-hmm. the and the you know for offensive line. And that's, just, that's just the highlights. Yeah. You're not looking at the lowlights. You're not looking at what's going on in between the yeah. plays. You're not looking at the players specifically. You're just looking at like you said the short clips of the highlights. I like it is a totally yeah. different ball game when you're looking when you have to look at over 500 mm-hmm. prospects. I do think for first from a skill perspective, you know like. Tackled like left and right tackles, for example. You got to watch film because you got to see their oh, technique. Yeah. When you're on TV watching at home and you see the pass rusher just bulldoze somebody, you're like, that guy can play. You know, draft them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but then you go back. There's no technique for a bull rush and just running over a guy. Yeah, but then you look at the, the foot technique for that offensive tackle that got bull rush, and you're just like, dude, you suck. All right, you suck. Well, you're we're not hard. looking at the tackle there. Yeah, well, okay. I, I look at True. everything. All right, I'm just saying. I look at offensive and defensive linemen. You can do that. I miss Mike Mayock on uh, on the television. Yeah, I man. feel like he's, he brings a lot of energy, and now he's the GM of the Raiders. I hate John Gruden for <laughs> stealing him away. All right, yeah. I do. 
Yeah. Now, now we're stuck with right uh, slot spider two Y banana. Shut up, shut up. mute that thing. We're <laughs> stuck with uh, we're stuck with Mel Kiper. Yeah, he never gets the draft right ever. Oh my goodness. Oh my. Goodness. That's another thing. I'm, I'm sitting there I'm, watching like the best available, the best available player, and he's there for like two rounds. Yes. <laughs> he's like, and then he'll chime in. I don't know why this guy's still available. I mean, maybe he had off the field issues or something. Well, once yeah, T. That's another thing. Look, I know you and Max are talking about we got a draft right, and yeah, I agree with you. But can they? And my answer is, I well hope so. Well, that's the thing, though. <laughs> one the one of the things that they have to stop doing. Stop drafting on potential. Okay. Stop it right so, now. No more of that. Th- all right? Listen, Doug Peterson, hi, Roseman. Listen, if you guys are somehow in some way listening, T- no more drafting for potential, all right? No more. T- Done. Can I ask you a question? Understand. Me. Yes. I want to ask you a question. Look, I know this is a dumb question, but this is all just because I'm dumb. How do, the hell that do you, you quantify potential? Okay. So, how do you look at someone and say, this guy's got more potential than this guy? I'm going to give you a prime example. Okay. Give All me right. One. Marcus Smith uh-huh. was potential because he had that one good year. And there's a name I haven't heard in, in a while. Louisville. Mm-hmm. He had that one good year where he, I think he had 15, 16 sacks. But have you seen him? After he left here and went to the Seahawks, he did not have a very good career. That's potential. Okay. Arthigo Whiteside, which I'm still, I, I'm not going to give up on him just yet. So you can give up on him. I'm not going to give up on him. You can give up on him. It's only been his rookie year. I'm not giving up on him. I'm giving him another year. Do you know, who you, who, you, know who you shouldn't give up on? DK Metcalf. <laughs> Don't give up Don't on him. Don't remind me. I'll tell you who you can give up on. JJ, take a white side. <laughs> it's funny to once, me too. Once he he uh, had a big thing with his Arcega Arcega white side. You know, it was like you know what, dude, just just go somewhere else. <laughs> right. I hear you. But okay, so what's your what's your example of someone who has? You look at him and you go, that, that's a player there, not potential. Well, so, never mind. That's a dumb question because that's a good player. DK Metcalf. And also, I'm gonna give you another example. Um, sure. And the Green Bay Packers recently drafted him, Darnell Savage from Maryland. Oh, very remember, good player. I remember seeing him out of Maryland. I was like, dude, that's a player. That is a player. Draft the instincts, the name. ball hawk skills, the hitting ability. That was a player. Yeah. Packers, Packers. You know, went to the NFC title the game this year. If they had like some interior defensive tackles, they had the pass rushers, Preston mm-hmm. Smith, Darius Smith. They had some good corners. Um, but they needed those those D tackles to stop the run. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? That game just started so slow for the or, Packers. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'll even give you another example, and this one is probably the more infamous example. Um, number one, thirteen overall, I believe. I forget what year that, that might have been. Two thousand and ten. Brandon Graham, I and then. That. Guess who gets picked later? Two players who we definitely could have used, who kind of sort of had better careers, Jason Pierre-Paul. And, ooh, by the way, one of the best safeties in the NFL today, in which now we have two holes at, Earl Stinkin' Thomas. Okay, look, T. That's mm. Jason Pierre-Paul is going to be on the move this offseason. He is. I'm, I'm not picking him up. He only has eight mm-hmm. good fingers. But, you know. What do we think about Sidney Jones that. next year? Is he on this team? And is no. he making the... No. No, he's no, on the he's team. Gone. No, I'm done with him. He's gone. Oh, I mean, the highlight of the season for him he's the was, uh, you know, stopping Gallup in the end zone to the corner, beat Dallas. Look, I don't like him, and I don't like Avante Maddox, but I just like Avante Maddox a I agree with you. More. I don't like either of them, but I, I'm opposite. I, I like Sidney Jones just a little bit more. See, my thing is this. My thing is this. Because they were prominent players in college, and I remember watching them, especially Sidney Jones. I was all over Sidney Jones. When does coaching come into play? Like, once again, we, right. we brought up on the last show that Corey Underland, former 
defensive backs coach. He's now the defensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions. So he's gone. So hopefully with this new defensive backs coach that we just got, that we just hired, um, I did look at his extensive history. Um, Coming from the Falcons secondary, which I've always been jealous of, which I've always been a fan of their secondary. Listen, maybe, just maybe, if these guys are coached up better than they have been, their entire tenure here, maybe, just maybe, we might be able to say, hey, we got some doggone halfway decent defensive backs. I'm not saying they're the best, and I'm not saying that they have to be the best, mm-hmm. but all I'm saying is coach up these young players. That's the one thing I haven't seen is the development of young players throughout this entire coaching tenure. We've brought in old guys who are already established and know what it is to be in the NFL, but the younger guys still have yet to step up to the plate. I agree. I think Avante Maddox, I've been done with him since the Devontae Adams game where he just got embarrassed. <laughs> I'm not giving up on him either. Partially, you know, you could blame on the coaching for putting him in that position. It's a bunch of low life. But at the same time, I mean, oh, man. Once he <laughs> once he got torched, and he's lucky because Devontae Adams ended up getting hurt and he was missed a chunk of the season with that toe injury. It's ridiculous. But, it, but if Adams stayed in that game, I'll tell you what, we probably don't win because Rodgers would have just kept chucking the ball downfield to Adams and burning Maddox. And that's true. And that's true. And Yes, things like that does hurt a, a player's confidence. But then, once again, I'm not saying that, you know, Devontae Adams doesn't, doesn't deserve any blame here. But once again, coaching comes into play. Listen, we run, we run a lot of one safety high on defense. So that one safety can only cover on one side. So a lot of these corners, most of the times, are left in one-on-one situations. So when do we finally get to a point when we have to be like, um, listen, let's change up the coaching scheme a little bit is one of the reasons why I'm not the biggest fan of Jim Swartz. The good news is a lot of the coaching or the coaches were going to change this offseason. Thanks. A smooth transition. Oh, thank you. Oh, I, oh, my goodness. I am. I'm glad we're getting a new defensive line coach. We still have yet to find an offensive coordinator, which disturbs me. We are getting a new wide receivers coach. Thank you, God. I hope that whoever – I would just go up to Carson and say, you know, who are you most comfortable with? Because this is the thing. Carson's is the key, Carson is the key here. You don't, you don't want to bring an offense coordinator that maybe doesn't – not that they, he won't get along, but maybe they just don't mix as well. Yeah, that's right, true. they got to be on the same page. what the hell he's doing. Got to be on the same page. I agree. I agree. Yes, because Car- – yeah, because you got you to coach Carson out of some of, the, some of the habits that have resurfaced this past season, starting with the staring down the receivers – the one hand in the pocket thing, the yeah. not the yeah. not scanning the field, it's that's yeah. gotta stop. He's gotta hold on to that football. Yes. He fumbles a lot. I mean, luckily some of them or majority of them are recovered by us. But yeah, you're right. He does have and, to hold on to and, that football. And now that you know he unfortunately he doesn't have a strong back anymore. Yeah. With his kid on the way. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's keep this yeah, news you guys got in the NFC East. <laughs> That was funny. No, that was good. I'm surprised you still remember that one. Don't yeah. go right at this. Talks oh, about it every day. We talk about it every day. Before it's a very popular it. episode. Talk, uh, oh, yeah. You got look at those downloads. Everyone loves it. All right. Since we're uh, you know, talking Eagles, let's keep in the NFC East by mentioning that Eli Manning retires after 16 seasons. Congratulations. In the NFL. He's not yeah. a Hall of Famer. What? Really? He only has two Super Bowls. Four Pro Bowls. He's Two Super Bowls. Uh, he was a Walter Payton Man of the Year. Not in my opinion, T. What are you thinking? You saw all of Eli Manning's <laughs> career for the most part. I'm not going to say he's a, he's not a first ballot. 
Okay. That I will say. There he's we go. Not let me, let me clarify. Foul. I'm not going to sit here and be like, stamp it. Eli Manning's a Hall of Fame. You know why people are stamping it? Because of his last name. Probably. That's why. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I don't, I, just in my opinion, I'm not going to, I'm thinking, I'm leaning more towards not than towards yes. It's it's going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's going yeah. to. It is going to happen. Because of who his brother is and the fact that he has two Super Bowls. Yes. Yep. You know what I have to say? What's up? What is it? Time to hate Daniel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I like if Eli retired three you years ago, the, the perspective around him would just be way different. Yeah. You know? He just yeah. really embarrassed himself the last couple of years. Uh, yeah, he just yeah. looked like he was done. Yeah. I think the lowest of the low was when he, bent, he was benched for Geno Smith. Yeah, that's yeah. When you that was lowest of the low. Man, when Geno Smith takes your job, you got to reevaluate your career, man. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Saying that, I'd have a certain respect for him. Congratulations. Bye. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't buy. Don't leave. Please, Eli. Come on, man. You got nah, some more years left. Nah, come done. on, man. You don't want to give up the job to Daniel Jones. Come nah, on. He, he wouldn't he's play opening anyway. up that spot come on, for Tom man. Brady. What? Let, let's get into uh, notable 2020 free agents. We got Melvin Gordon. Let's get him. Derek Henry. Let's get him. Jameis Winston. Let's get him. Austin Hooper. Tom Brady. AJ Green. <laughs> Kenyon Drake, Phil That's Rivers, and Drew Brees. Hey, Which Drew Brees is going to be standing put. Pulled off some no quarterback ever did. That was throwing 30 touchdowns and 30 intercepts. <laughs> so what are you saying, Chris? You want to go get him? <laughs> sure. That's what ridiculous. a clown show the Eagles would become. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah, let's God. get him for a back. Yeah, let's get him for a back. What's he here for? Thank you, Tanner. The good exactly, news is we, do exactly have, what I would we say. have some money to spend this offseason. We do. On a wide receiver. Spend it on a wide receiver or cornerback. I mean, AJ Green is a cool name, but I seen one scenario which I don't think makes a whole lot of sense. What is it? But then again, the the Cleveland Browns did this pick hire one of our um, executives to be their general manager, mm-hmm. in which he just came to the team last year, and yeah, this track record stinks if we're just judging off this past season. So all that being Tell said, me OBJ to the Eagles too. Yeah, that's the scenario I seen. Somebody said Alshon Jeffrey in a second, which for me would they want Alshon Jeffrey? That's my thing. <laughs> you from really a want Cleveland that? Perspective. Do you really want that headache though? Too? No. Think about this for a minute. He's over there slapping cops in the behind. <laughs> oh yeah, we haven't had a show since that. Celebrating. It was a it was a friendly football tap, all right. <laughs> but anyway, think of just think about this for a minute. Now we it have, wasn't a friendly tap. Just, just want to put that on the record. We have a en- handful. What we have enough um, leadership in the locker room where I think. You can get away with a, having a personality like that. Like, I think we have enough leadership to where they'd be like, all right, Odell, we... Odell we, is Antonio Brown 2.0. Whoa. I, nah, I'm on board that with that. Far. I can't go that far. No, I'm on board with that. He I, just, I can't go that far. Like, no, I've what? seen this guy, like, punch in air conditioners yeah, on the nets. sidelines or whatever, you know, yeah. or the heat or whatever. Yeah, is, the whatever net, the kicking net that he uh, mm-hmm. got hit by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on, that was I'm, funny. I, I, I'm on board with that. I, he just you know, seems like a problem. Everyone knows wide receivers are a little more diva than everyone else on the field, but uh, you know, it, it just takes a coach to set someone straight. And yeah. I just don't think he had that in Cleveland. He didn't really Definitely have that did in, not have in New Cleveland. York either. He, yeah. No, he, he had Tom Coughlin was there with him for. Yeah, and he was settled down for that beginning. But towards the end of his time with the Giants, you could see that he was really just going off and he, he right. didn't want to be there and now he didn't really have anyone to show him what's what in Cleveland because he has a quarterback like 
Baker Mayfield. Right. And, you know, it's just, I, I don't like to make Apple yeah. turnovers. Freddie Kitchens, I, I think, I think, I think uh, a lot of us in the beginning of the season thought that Cleveland could have made the playoffs. We didn't really factor in Freddie Kitchens being the head coach. I didn't think it was going to be that big of a problem. But mm. I'll tell you what, I hope, with, well, not that I hope because I'm not rooting for the Browns, but I think that with, with, um, his name just got hired, the head coach. Uh, um, just got hired. What's his name? Hold on, I got Kevin this. Stefanski. Kevin Stefanski. Stefanski. Kevin yeah, Stefanski. Yeah, yeah. Maybe with him. Kevin Stefanski. He's <laughs> maybe with <laughs> Great job, maybe with him. Yeah. It might be. Uh, Pull your head out of your ass. Might be a different story, depending yeah. on if they keep Odell. Hmm? Once again, like I said, you you're gonna have to deal with a deal with some personality in order sometimes to you know take on these great players. And look, I would. I think we have enough leadership, like I said, in the locker room that we will be able to handle uh, somebody like Odell. Because let's be honest here. What was one of the biggest things on offense? Uh, Carson Wentz couldn't throw deep. Carson Wentz didn't have a target other than Zach Ertz. And this, that, the third, and the other. The offense was anemic. The offense was dink and dunk. And it would be one heck of a story if I see Odell Beckham Jr. in an Eagles outfit. You know, it would just be like. It, it looks weird. You see Odell at practice, he's got the Eagle sweatshirt on. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. You see him on the field in the games, he's got an Eagle helmet on. It's like, wait, it, what? It's something that you got to consider. Something weird. It's something that you got to consider. No, I don't want Odell. And listen, Beckham. you need a playmaker because, once again, as, as I've stated before, Deshaun Jackson's getting old. Well, it's a good thing there are other playmakers. T, there's three things here draft, trade, free agency. Yeah. How are you going to find. Name somebody right now who has the speed. Of Deshaun Jackson. Jerry Judy. Henry Ruggs. <laughs> really? Henry yeah. Ruggs from yeah. Alabama. T. I'm, I'm bringing one out, out, of the, out of the deep end on this one because I'm a college football guy. You probably never heard a few of the name. years ago. I, draft, I know exactly who Henry Ruggs is. Two years is. ago in franchise mode, I actually drafted him in Madden, and uh, he did pretty well. So, um, Super Bowl? I'm all for it, yeah. Oh, sweet. So now we're bringing, so now we're bringing Madden content into an actual reality. You know what, T? Hey, T, you like to mess around, Quit being too. such a fun sponge. <laughs> T, you draft, if you draft somebody from Alabama, you, your, your majority of the time it's going to work out for you. Not yet, yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was that running back to Cleveland All drafted? All right. Trent Richardson. We yeah. Get it. Uh, it was, Trent it was Richardson. A bust. I mean, everybody has him. But oh, on. yeah. He's going to be. Yeah. He's going to be a beast. And boom. Well, one time thing. It was a one time Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it was a one time thing. I also, yeah. I also want to bring up uh, CBS Sports posted this, and it was a pre- uh, prediction of the 2020 starting quarterbacks for five teams. Tom Brady, starting quarterback for the Chargers. <laughs> Phil Rivers for what? the Buccaneers. What? Derek Henry for the Redskins. Or Derek Carr, sorry. Okay. For the Redskins. Teddy Bridgewater for the Patriots. And Jameis Winston for the Raiders. <laughs> Teddy out of all those, for the Patriots? Out of all those, which do you think is most realistic? <laughs> Phillip Rivers, Tampa. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater to the Patriots? It's funny Phillip to me Rivers too. Teddy Bridgewater is, is going to be Ugh. worth a lot in this no, offseason. No, yeah, yes. no, but he's going to command some pretty penny. Philip Rivers is living in Florida now. I feel like it could be a good spot. Jameis Winston's got to go. I mean, you can't win. You're not. I mean, they should know at this point they're not winning a title with Jameis Winston as the quarterback. Yep. No. So I think maybe you know you don't. Well, I don't know where their pick is, but I don't. They probably maybe say not tank, but if they don't play well this upcoming season, they could get Trevor Lawrence up there. Some some high pick in the draft, probably number one overall. But I think you bring in a filler for a year or two, and then you you kind of draft yeah. or uh, a quarterback. It, it, depending on where you land, where, obviously. In where did they say Derek Carr was going? To the Redskins. Which I guess they're just completely giving up on Haskins. Giving up on Haskins? Free agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was. Yeah, that don't make any sense to me because Dwayne Haskins is. Their, uh, I their think he's just honestly Dwayne Haskins. Haskins to me just looks like maybe another Jameis Winston. All right, and that's that's bad because you can't you can't after what the season they had in Washington. I mean, he doesn't have anybody around him. Yeah, it, it, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if they give up on him. That and quickly. then once again, he's he's what 19, 20 years old, and that was one of the things coming out that I had a problem with was the fact that you're putting your franchise in the hands of a kid who is younger than all of us. Like, let's be honest here. Come on. You got to give this kid time to develop, develop his game, develop his confidence, get some get some chemistry with some um, with some of his teammates. Wait, That's all I'm saying. T, I just want to go back to you saying that uh, why it wasn't bad to compare someone to Jameis Winston. What what do you think a team's going to win with Jameis Winston under center? <laughs> do you think Jameis Winston is a good like a great quarterback? I'm not saying he's a great quarterback. Because honestly, I might consider Jameis Winston as a bust by this point. What if Winston went to the Patriots? <laughs> That'd be that would, amazing. That would actually be kind of scary. That would be something else. Yeah, that would be scary. Because then I would feel like with Belichick there, oh yeah, look out. Yeah, yeah he, he wouldn't have any time to you. steal crab legs or anything. <laughs> <laughs> What's he here for? In all seriousness, Tom Brady's not leaving New England. No, he's not leaving. No. I, I don't talking, think so. They're either. talking about how he like packed all his stuff and he's out of there. He's yeah. staying in New England. Well, he, Philip does Rivers he really want to move to Florida though? Does he really want to pack up all his things and move out to like L.A.? Not that he won't do it in the future when he's retired, but does he really want to pack everything up? But he's been in New England for so many years. I mean, obviously, I don't know his personal life. Maybe he already has a house out there in L.A. But I tell you I, what, I, I tell you what though, the Patriots do need to start looking at some other options at quarterback. Because look, man, how long do you think Tom Brady is going to be around? What do you mean, T. Brian Hoyer? What's? <laughs> yeah, okay. I think Tom Brady has one more year left in. Yeah, honestly, I I see both sides because I think if Tom Brady goes to another team, he he won't be the same Tom Brady. But this is also giving him the idea that to show everyone that believes that that he can still play with whoever's on his team. It doesn't matter who's on his team. That he's still Tom Brady. And he can still do what he does. Do we see a different team at the top of the AFC East next year? I think it's going to be the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are the new top AFC dog. AFC AFC East. East. Oh, AFC East. Ooh, the Bills. I got Bills. the Bills. Give me the Patriots. Okay. I'm taking the Patriots. Until Belichick's gone. I'm I feel the like the Bills this year it was kind of fluky. Yeah, honestly. Mm, I think if Josh Allen develops, man. Yeah, literally. If and Josh that, Allen tinkers and that, a little bit, if he doesn't just randomly lateral, I'll tell you the ball. he'll be last. The Jets. Mm, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I think they're gonna. They might just clear it again. They, they, you know, uh, Bell's not guaranteed to be there next season. Yeah. So, um, nope. They could be on the move from him. Yeah. All yeah. right. Sounds good. Let's shut it down, T. All right. You guys missed any of this episode? You can always go to Philly Dash Experience. simplecast.com. We are available on all major platforms: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and now new Pandora as well. Oh, so, really? Yes, yes, we're moving up we, in the world. We're on Pandora. Yes, yes, we are. Listen, people, man, stop with the bickering. Stop with the disagreements. Life is too short. Let's just continue to love on each other, boys. Let's take a trip. Give let's us, go. Let's go see some sports clubs, man. Let's go to Canton. All right. Hey, let's go. Let's do it. Give strangers hugs. What? Don't do it. What? You'll get punched. You piece of Swiss cheese. My turn.
It's stupid. I am pissed off.